Hello and welcome to episode 33 of the Iron City Rocks podcast. I'm your host, John. The Iron City Rocks podcast is a podcast devoted to promoting Pittsburgh-based hard rock, heavy metal, blues, and rock music. The band you just heard was called Through These Walls with a song called Fight Back. Through These Walls are a local Pittsburgh band, uh, great uh, kind of punishing vocals and uh, killer kind of thrash metal guitar riffs. Uh, thought you'd enjoy that. For the remainder of the show, we're going to be taking a special look at a show that's going to be coming to the Altar Bar on April 2nd. A uh, band out of Cleveland, uh, Mushroom Head, uh, which you may have um, seen before, uh, wear some really cool kind of uh, Fangora-looking masks, uh, do kind of an industrial metal. Uh, they'll be bringing their uh, brand of entertainment to the Altar Bar, and uh, featuring on the bill will be two uh, great local bands, as well as the first band up on um, this look at the show, a band that's made up of several members of Mushroom Head, a band called Ventana with a song called Watch Us Burn. Oh, no. 
All right, that was Ventana with Watch Us Burn. One of the two local bands that will be opening the show at the Altar Bar is Skell. Skell is a veteran of the podcast being featured on our Heavy Metal Roundtable discussion late last year. You can check out their website at skellrocks.com or if you go to ironcityrocks.com and go to the podcast, you can get a link to Skell's website. This is Snowplow from Skell. Next band uh, to be opening the show, another local Pittsburgh band, Pale, with a song called Reachable Peak. Uh, You can find their website at myspace.com forward slash pale, that's P-A-Y-L. They've got a very uh, punishing guitar sound as well, a little more melodic vocals, um, a little more atmospheric in sound uh, than Skell, Um, maybe a little more industrial, I would say, even uh, where Skell tends to be, I think, a little more straight-ahead metal. Hope you enjoy the song Reachable Peak from Pale.
but that was reachable peak from Pale. I had an opportunity about a week or so ago to sit down and talk to Jeffrey Nothing, lead vocalist from Mushroom Head. So I'm going to play that interview for you now. After it's over, we'll get into a little Mushroom Head music to get you ready for the show. All right, folks, joining us on the line from Cleveland, Jeffrey Nothing of the band Mushroom Head. How are you doing, Jeff? I'm doing pretty good. How you been? I'm doing real well. I wanted to um, get get uh, somebody from Mushroom Head um, on the line, talk a little bit about the show, the tour you guys have got, kind of a a northeast sort of tour kicking off later on this month. You're going to be coming into Pittsburgh on April 2nd, playing the Altar Bar. So, um, yeah. and you guys, it's been a little while since you had a new album out, so I just wanted to kind of re-familiarize everybody with what's going on in the Mushroom Head camp. Yeah, that sounds, um, good. sounds good. Cool. You guys, um, you started in the city of Cleveland, is that correct, back like in the early, early 90s? Yeah, about 92, we started putting the band back together, or putting the band together, and then about uh, 93, we did our first live show, and um, had a few lineup changes, and we brought in a guy from North Carolina about six years ago, and here we are, still plugging along. Okay, and for those, um, I, I have to admit, I, um, you guys are obviously very distinct looking, you've got a, a certain element of theatrics to what yeah. you do with uh, costumes. Did that come, was that right out of the shoot? You, you kind of took to the masks and the makeup and stuff? Yeah, we were uh, we were members about, of about three or four existing metal bands, and we really wanted people to walk in the door with no idea what they were going to hear or, or see and not compare us to what we were doing as our main project, because it really started as a side project. And, um, and even people that were making merch for us at the time didn't even realize who some of the members were, so I guess it was working pretty well. Yeah, I mean, I have to admit, I I, I, I love it. I think it's a very cool. I've always uh, admired bands. I've been a, a big fan of Alice Cooper and Kiss and, and artists like that for the years. They, they have an element of theatrics and mystery. The way yeah, they do, I that, that's kind of where we came from, them guys and the residents, and uh, later on... Uh, having seen Guar and Mr. Bungle and stuff like that. So just from all that genre, really. Yeah, even even some of the Misfits makeup kind of did that. Now, were you guys, I mean, as far as influences, I know I, I read somewhere that you were kind of influenced by Pantera. But were bands like Nine Inch Nails kind of on the radar? Because your sound has a bit of a, you know, with a, having samples and, and somewhat of an industrial flair to it. Was there that kind of stuff going on, ministry, bands like that? Yeah, yeah, that was kind of like the things we were listening to, but uh, we we come from all different um, past influences. That's what I think makes our band kind of special too, because you you uh, run through a lot of bands that have like one style they were grown from, but we're really all over the map. And even like the younger guys that came in later were very much into Manson and Nine Chainels and stuff like that. So yeah, we're. We really always try to just do whatever style we felt like doing at the time, so we touch on everything we came from. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a good point you bring up. You've got kind of a wide range of ages in the band, and, and being that you guys got to start so early in the 90s, some of these bands that I'm talking about weren't even necessarily as mainstream back then. Yeah. You guys, you guys put a couple albums out on your own? Am I correct uh, on we, that before? We We did three plus a remix of the second one in between the second and third, and um, that was around the time during M3 that labels really started paying attention. Okay. 
And then the album Double X, what was that a um sort of a compilation or like a kind of a best of the first album? Yeah, it it was really it was it was mostly taken off Super Buick, which was a second of the three main records and then um we were talking to Eclipse at the time about doing a brand new record and it was gonna be a little while before we could get that in the can, so we just did more or less the greatest hits, if you will, and uh took it from there and then uh Universal picked it up and put it out again. So Okay. The songs have seen a few different mixes. Did you stay with Universal long or was was the next album was it um thirteen? Was that on um was that on Megaforce at that point or was Megaforce part of Universal I No, um Universal was the only label when we did um thirteen. It was it was filthy hands um Universal but they were already deciding that they wanted to go a different route because um when we were doing double X they were saying they really wanted their own baby and take it from the ground up and have be original songs or new songs or whatever, but um the writing was kinda already on the wall by then so we just had a amicable split and went our own way. Okay. And you've been with you are currently with Megaforce, correct? Yes we are. It's a distro deal but it's um worldwide uh label but um um, this is like the second of the uh, the uh, contracts on. We were supposed to do two records and the DVDs, so we're pretty much there. Now you the DVDs. I I had the uh, pleasure of watching Volume Two uh, just a couple days ago. Do you want to talk a little about what those are for people who may not be familiar with the DVDs? Yeah, we try to really show a part of ourselves instead of here's your documentary and. This is everything the band's done. We try to make it like you're on the bus with us, you're backstage with us, like give people a little more look into the everyday life of being in a crazy seven member and eight member band instead of um here's the here's the interview, here's the live show. So um I hope it uh lets the fans feel a little more home and, and as a part of Mushroom Hood. Yeah, I, I actually it reminded me a lot of um I enjoyed it a lot, because it is, it's kind of quirky, kind of different, but it reminded me a little bit of uh, some of the Dimebag videos that have come out since his passing. Yeah, um, Gravy Gravy, uh, filmed a lot of it, he's kind of from that school, he uh, was all about the Pantera home videos and everything. Yeah, it's cool, because it's it's certainly a different look into the band, you know, it's it's kind of neat, I mean, you guys are shooting dryers with guns and, you know, all kind of fun stuff. Yeah, yeah, it, uh, Um, the the album uh, Save Your Sorrow was your your last studio album, is that correct? Probably yes, the one that's coming. And that was back in '06, and then you guys have obviously done uh, quite a bit of touring. Um, one question: Is there has there been a lot of different things going on in the last couple of years that there's been such a distance between the albums? Has this been, you know, you've been on the road a lot, or have you guys taking kind of a break? Well, we did a lot of touring, and then we uh, took some time to do those those DVDs which take up a little bit of time when you do all the editing and all the behind the scenes things that a lot of bands would have a company do we just did it all ourselves we've always been very DIY and um, and then there's just some some little breaks that come along too I'd rather be uh, touring much more often it's just uh, I don't know you can't really burn out doing headlines all your all the time yourself we, we're looking to get on some festivals or just bigger 
runs where we could be main support or anything like that, just to mix it up a little bit. Yeah, I mean, that's, I think sometimes the, the festivals are good for, uh, you know, a band of your stature because it gives you, um, not that you're unknown, but it certainly gives you a bigger audience when you're playing on the bill with some similarly... Yeah, yeah and like just a different audience instead of just our draw, always just being it. Exactly. Having, having other bands or bringing fans into that might not have seen us. Exactly, yeah. I mean, it, it's, you know, there's so many good bands, um, you know, of that kind of genre that it's, you know, hard to be that familiar with all of them. Now, do you yeah. want to talk a little about your your newest, um, the Mushroom Head album? Do you have an idea when it's going to be out? I want to talk a little bit about what we might expect from the, the sound of it. Is it pretty traditional? Mushroom Head, or yeah. is there any... Yeah, it's, um, I'm looking at a late, mid to late summer release. It, uh, it's been, um plan to be out sooner a couple times but uh either us or the label decide to push it back because we want to make it something more memorable it's um going to be the first mushroom head record that has definite leads throughout it because we've uh had gravy just kind of cut loose because mushroom has always just been a rhythm based band more about the songs than the, mm-hmm. than the showcasing single members but uh if you have that tool at your disposal why not let it rip and um <clears throat> it's really a mix of the way we've always done it there's mellower songs there's mid-tempo songs and there's brutal heavy songs and um we we've lately tried to make radio oriented music but we've kind of gone back to just being ourselves a little more with this one i think it makes for better songs and um it's really about the current state of the world and and looking at it through a through few different points of view and um it's more like serial killer um the effects of war based and the title is actually slaughterhouse road <laughs> now is that are you guys do you have your own studio or is there somewhere you work out of kind of around the cleveland area or do you go out to the west coast to work uh, we have our we have our own studio and we uh it's actually um, pretty much where I live, basically downstairs. But um, we we mix at a, a traditional place we've used, Mars Recording, and um, okay. we've gone to Chicago before to do a couple songs. But we really basically stay at home because it's cheaper and we're comfortable where we're at. Yeah, certainly. Now, um, being a band, I mean, you have you know more than just your traditional guitar, bass, drums, and singer. Do you guys write as a collective unit, or what is what is the process in a band that large? To, to uh, um, basically, uh, with this record, and it's kind of happened different every time, but this record, we uh, let everybody present their ideas and kind of weed it through those for the ones that really seem like strong possibilities. And um, I've, usually, I've usually been in on the record from minute one, but I kind of laid back for a few months on this one just to let everybody else present their stuff and let it all breathe and take it in and um it's for the most part uh it'll be three or four of us in a lot of cases it'll be like uh except for our bass player who's not in mushroom it'll be the main members of our band hatrix that we had before mushroom head because gravy uh wasn't in the band from the start but now he is for since about 2000 and really that's the writing machine and then we bring in the other elements as we go. Cool. 
Cool. So we're looking for that. Uh, looking forward to that. Now you have um, a solo project you're working on. Nothing. Um, you want to talk yeah. About what? Um, that album's about three years in the process. Uh, it. Uh, I don't know. You always feel like something's going to be released sooner, but it ends up back burning sometimes. But um, I think of it as a super Buick to the extreme almost. It's kind of got a mushroom head vibe, but then it goes a lot of other places and even even more than past mushroom head release, releases I've done and um Skinny's producing it and playing drums on and Gravy's playing some bass and Murder Nickel who was formerly a member of Mushroom Head's playing some bass and then um we found this virtuoso musician, his name's Farrell. He's uh he's on tour in Europe right now with uh, a buddy of mine's band called Foos who used to sing for the Spud Monsters and um Run, double run, and uh, he can just play pretty much any instrument. And a lot of them are songs he had for 10, 15 years, and then some of our stuff we just made ourselves. But um, I think it'll be of interest to people to follow what we've done and just like metal. Sure. Now, do you play any guitar? I know you you played a little bit of guitar in the past. Is that correct? I uh, I. I do it as a joke, more or less. I I took lessons on um, bass and guitar, and even dabbled in drums a little. But um, I just came back to singing. I, I wish I could play. I goof around with it. I don't do anything really good. Okay, you're in the same boat I am on guitar. That kind of goof yeah. around. I wish wish I was Marty Friedman. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, as far as is the tour again, you're coming into town on April second. Um. Anything we should expect from the show? Uh, new? Uh, I'm, 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 hoping, I'm hoping we're doing uh, at least one or two new songs, but I'm not. I'm not sure as far as the timetable that I know we've done it in the past before our records have come out, but uh, we haven't rehearsed anything yet. We've been, been just finishing up this record and going to be starting mix any day now. And um, how does that alter our plays? Um, it's, it's a pretty decent place to believe that if you're playing at the altar bar. That was a uh, converted church, so yeah. uh, got kind of a unique vibe to it. I believe it's about uh, 400 seats. I could be wrong. Um, really That's nice cool. place. Good sound. Yeah. Everyone I've heard uh, coming out of there. So I think you guys will have a uh, you have a great show, and I imagine you'll you'll be packing the place and a lot of yeah, people will be left out. I like- I like playing former churches every once in a while. The PAO catch on fire when we're playing, but <laughs> it's got kind of fun. a neat vibe to it. Yeah, so that'll be great. Um, again, folks, sure. April second, Mushroom Head with uh, guest Ventana, uh, which is made yeah. up. Of, do you want to just kind of touch base on what Ventana is? Yeah, it's basically um, it's like an industrial metal project. It's uh, Stitch and Little Dan and uh, a few other guys and. Um, it's been a few years in the making, but it, it's a pretty cool record and a um, pretty lively show. It's similar to us in ways, so people should enjoy it. Cool. And I, um, I also wanted to say I've got a clothing company I just relaunched through Control Merchandise, which also does Mushroom Meds merch, and I just put out a new shirt. It, it's a shirt for my solo band. It says Atheist on the front with a big elaborate um, crumbling cross into an arrow at the bottom, and on the back it says "Believe in Nothing" and has my band logo. And plus, I'm uh, tattooing. I'm, I'm also tattooing in the Cleveland area. If anybody's interested in taking a ride out, and uh, 
I was just in the uh, March issue of Tattoo Savage, three-page oh. spread of some of the ink I've done, or not that I've done, that I have on my body, I guess. Cool. I, I know I, I was kind of browsing through your online where you guys have some great merch. Where can they get the uh, your merchandise? Are you um, yeah, you can check out us on MySpace, and then it'll have a link to our control um, online store. That's the case with... Uh, Mushroom Head and my solo project to store okay. links around both. Also on your website, you guys have a, a a website specifically to order the masks, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, that that's kind of <clears throat> on a hiatus right at the moment because it's done by members themselves, and um, the demand was kind of more than we could keep up with, so it's just shut down for a little bit where we, while we finish these other projects, and then it'll probably relaunch. And that's the future, hopefully. You have a lot of irons in the fire. Do you do you guys design your own masks, or do you have like a creative team you work with? Uh, we work with uh, Precinct Thirteen, and for the most part, uh, David Greathouse, who we call House. He's done makeup for us on tour, and he does horror movie special effects, and um, he casts and makes the molds for our masks, and it's kind of like a uh, each member with him effort, like he'll come up with an idea, and then we'll tell him what we want more or less from what he has. But uh, we have about we have about 23 different molds, and um, that's not counting the new eight masks that are being made right now. Well, do you actually wear a mask, or are you just face paint? Well, I from the earliest of mushroom I wore a double mask and then a goat mask for a while, and then since we made our first real big production video, Dean Card, uh, who directed it, wanted my emotion to be obvious instead of trying to show it through latex, so I didn't wear a mask for a lot of years, but I'm going to be bringing one back in for this new release. Uh, just out of curiosity, sort of, I mean, I know as a kid wearing the cheap little mask to go through the treating, how hot that could get. How ungodly and comfortable is that to do a set as high energy uh, to a band? It, it can be a little tough to breathe sometimes, and especially when you're playing like Arizona outside and it's 118 degrees or 113. But um, I didn't wear one for the longest time, but I wore a full-length black leather coat and gloves. So, like, that was pretty Wait fun to do on stage, too. But, yeah, and then even back in the day and um, the earliest um, versions of the look, I wore uh, above my elbow chemical gloves and when I raised my arms whoever was under me got to take a not too pleasant shower so let's <laughs> uh, say that uh, you guys are probably you know got to get some consideration before you take the stage to make sure you get your electrolytes up with all that stuff so. yeah yeah especially when you do like ice fest just having a lot yeah. of Gatorade and water before you do it excellent all right, well, I appreciate you coming on the show. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing the show when you guys roll into town. Thanks a lot for being on the yeah, show. It'd be great to be back. Thanks.
All right, that was Mushroomhead from their Savior Sorrow album with the song called Burn. Hope you enjoyed that. If you enjoyed that song and the other bands on the show, you make sure you check out the show at Alter Bar on April 2nd. Uh, tickets are available at Ticketmaster.com or through DrewskiEntertainment.com. Uh, ought to be a really great show. Again, that's Fantana, Mushroomhead, Pale, and Skell. Um, this has been um, a real treat bringing you this interview. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you'd like to give us feedback, you can go to www.ironcityrocks.com. Uh, and there's a feedback uh, link there. Also, um, links for our Twitter, MySpace, YouTube, all that good stuff, and Facebook account. So be sure you check that out. Um, we'll have some great contests coming up in the near future. We had a few. Uh, we recently gave away some tickets to see Bang, Tango, and the Bullet Boys. So look for some new tickets, uh, giveaways coming up real soon. Again, www.ironcityrocks.com. Talk to you real soon. <laughs>